one podcast. Mining the Magic the Gathering community for salt. This is the Howling Salt Mine. It's the Howling Salt Mine. The Howling Salt Mine. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Howling Salt Mine podcast, the podcast where we delve into those salty, salty mines of the Howling. Oh, of the magic. This. Oh, uh. those salty, salty mines of the Magic the Gathering community. Hang on, hang on. Scratch all that shit. Welcome back, prospectors. <laughs> I'm taking over. Sam what? can't handle doing the no, fucking intro anymore. You cannot. You cannot take over. Uh, we find the saltiest stories, the saltiest posts that you love, put them in our mind card, and bring them right back up to you, our dear prospectors at home. As always, I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined today by my singular co host, Tony. Hey, beep, 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 beep. yeah, gremlin boys. It's a gremlin boys episode. <laughs> We're going to be a little weird, a little gremlin-y. Mike is not here to rein us in. So, you know, uh, we're going to talk about those are the best episodes, though. <laughs> we're going to talk about like poops and farts and stuff like that. You know, yeah, all the yeah, crazy yeah. stuff that Mike refuses to have us air yeah. in the show. Schmegma, you know, all the things. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Rain it in. Rain it in. <laughs> Pull it back. Pull it. Where's Mike? Let me call Mike uh, up. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Uh, we just Love hit that. it immediately. Yeah. I got to come in high, you know? Yeah. I, oh, I know. Uh, oh, I know. But yeah, Mike's not here because sometimes we're just shitty at scheduling, and this is one of those weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes like our jobs get in the way. Like I'm traveling. Right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. why it's because like I won't be in this state. Uh, or Tony had, like state. a last minute work travel thing pop up, yeah. and he's going to be like in the air while we typically record. So yeah. Uh, so we figured we'd just jump in and do a little Gremlin Boys action. It had been a while since you and I have done one. It's been a while. It's been a while. Do you think people will be annoyed at how much I say it's been a while? <laughs> it has been every episode since like the last three, I think. It just teaches us how frequently we say it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we really do. I was recently on an episode of Going on an Adventure, which is a podcast that like interviews Magic the Gathering creators and we just kind of talk about like whatever. And I was talking about the process of editing the podcast and how how we have to listen to our own voices for hundreds and hundreds of hours and how you like pick up on all these idiosyncrasies of like how you talk and the, how you say the exact same shit over and over again and it just drives mm. you crazy and uh yeah it was a fun thing to talk about and it's so fucking true man like i, I was literally <laughs> i'm just coming off of editing an episode and recording this with you we had like a quick time slot and we were like let's do it so i just like closed audacity and like <laughs> opened up this and now you know just podcast all the time man yeah living that podcaster life that's all you know i really am i really am it's all i know now <laughs> it's all i can do just talking to a microphone about whatever yeah but like people i don't want to talk to them but like yeah into this cold mic give me that all day long <laughs> exactly <laughs> this is when i can turn on the razzle dazzle in real yeah. life I'm i'm so boring <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's, yeah so it's not true i'm the same no, it's, it's i'm the exact true. same all he's the time aw- he's awkward folks <laughs> 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 oh man but before we get into it we got something we gotta do tony what we gotta do baby we gotta shout out the nice 
tier patrons. We've got Hephaestus Bolts, hey. Prime Speaker Florian, hey. Yaf Judge, hey. and Accidental TPK. Yay! Thanks for the support, y'all. We appreciate it. Fuck yeah. Love that. <laughs> Dude, um, you know what's really awesome? No. Uber Eats. Yo, fuck Uber Eats. Are you what? kidding me right now? Are you now? kidding me? I'm a Grubhub all the way. Okay, yeah. Grubhub, or do you just whatever. mean the services that provide you food yeah. directly to your door? That's exactly what I mean. Services that provide you food directly to your door. Like, I know that there's some shitty stuff with Uber Eats. I know there's some shitty yeah. stuff with Grubhub. And, like, it sucks to work for those organizations. And, like, it can be a horrible grind. Yeah, but I don't work for them. They just give me shit. <laughs> but, man, the convenience, dude... It's yeah. like so good. And I somebody... hope you realize we are the problem, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I accept it. I accept it. I'm fucking lazy, dude. Sometimes I'm sleepy or I'm like, I've been drinking already and I really just yeah. want like candy and snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Never have I ever just ordered groceries from Uber Eats, but I, they do you post haven't? it all the time. They're like, yo, like we could get you like shit from gas stations now like what do you want we'll Dude, fucking bring it to you <laughs> so grubhub is like where i order takeout and stuff yeah i have a few places that i do just straight up call because you know old school like that but uber eats specifically is where i get the gas station candy yeah <laughs> and it's because somebody gave us like an uber eats card like caroline got one from work or something like that so yeah. we just have like 80 bucks to uber eats and loaded it in the app and every once in a while i'm like i just want like gummy <laughs> bears skittles or something and, yeah yeah like skittles and like chips man and like a mm. soda and yeah. you know it's like 15 dollars for those three things but it's fucking free money because someone gave it to us like i don't give a <laughs> shit dude <laughs> like, i can yeah. press a button and get that stuff in like 30 minutes hell yeah i'm doing that <laughs> oh it's the best i, I feel like it. i uh the main reason I was like, fuck Uber Eats uh, when you first said that is because there's been so many times that I've ordered through Uber Eats. So when I used to live in Cambridge, we would get from uh, Wingstop, was it? I think it was Wingstop. And is that like a wings over kind of place? It's similar, similar kind of concept. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. A, like, you know, take out fast wings kind of place, but it was pretty good. But like you could only order on Uber Eats for it. it like no other apps had it. You couldn't DoorDash. Mm. You couldn't... Uh, um, what should we call yeah, it? Or Grubhub. Yep. So you had to Uber Eats. And when you did, it would many times just cancel. Like it would delay and then delay again and then delay oh, again. It's, it'd be like, you're going to get your food in fucking 40 minutes. And you're like, you know what? Prime time. Let's fucking go. Yeah. I want that. I want wings. This is going to be so <laughs> fucking good. I'm like ready for it. I'm like salivating <laughs> yeah. just thinking yes. about it. I want wings and right then now. <laughs> it gets to, you know, five minutes before your order's supposed to arrive. And it's like, ding. Just kidding. It's going to be here in another 20 minutes. And I'm like, what? All right. Like, that's okay. okay. And then ding, another 20 minutes. And then ding, another fucking 20 minutes. And then oh. all of a sudden, two hours have gone by. You're like, where the fuck are my wings? You're calling the restaurant. They're like, we don't know what's going on. Like, yeah, they're like, make who orders. are you? Like, what yeah. wings? And then, and then the order just cancels. And that happened multiple times. Oh, dude, and that's fucking shitty. With like different places, it wasn't just like the Wingstop. Like it was all Stephanie's a big uh, Shake Shack girly, uh, and Ooh, so I do love me some Shake Shack. Before every diet we have, she's like, "I must have Shake Shack first. <laughs> <laughs> the number of times before the wedding that we had our last, <laughs> you know, Shake Shack before 
we were dieting <laughs> love was, it. was many. Yeah, you had a lot of final Shake Shack meals. Like so many times. Sometimes a week <laughs> apart, and I'm like seven, eight. Like, <laughs> like we didn't we didn't do we enough doing? in the last week to earn this Shake <laughs> Literally. Shack meal. <laughs> uh, but I do love me a good shake. So like you know, uh, what are you gonna do? Yep, uh, you gotta but do it anyway. <laughs> that that was like my deal with uh, Uber Eats. They always cancel my orders. And they're like, oh, we'll give you like a $5 coupon to use us again. I'm like, fuck off. Back, dude. Are you yeah. fucking with me right now? Like, Dude, that's the danger of those services because they don't always have like the hours right for the restaurants and shit. Mm-hmm. And those restaurants, because those services are so can be so predatory with how they like just slam small businesses with orders and shit like that. Yeah. A lot of places where you can order food will just like turn it off and be like, yeah, like mm-hmm. we do that stuff normally we don't do it during peak hours or we don't do it on like mondays yeah. or shit like that so like i'll check the website sometimes and it'll be like oh like this local pizza place so i can wise guys deli classic staple <laughs> of providence Rhode fucking Island. wise guys you know i want to i want a big fucking tony bologna sandwich or whatever like yeah, yeah. They, they got a bunch of like weird ass sandwiches there and, and like we'll order and they'll i'll check online and i'm like yeah they're open and then it's like yeah but grubhub's not not yeah. getting it man you can't get it right now. You got to pick something else. So I was going to say, that's my toxic trait that I will pick something else. Even oh, if it's fucking yeah. five minutes from me, every single place that we order is like very close to where I live. Well, I will not I lie. Think, I think once you set your mind to getting delivery food, like that's where you're at. You're not like, you're not like, oh, now let's make an excursion and like yeah. put on, put on my outdoor pants, you know? <laughs> I've <laughs> I've gone down a dark hole. I don't put it on outdoor pants. I just leave the sweatpants on. Yeah, I, I do too. I'm I got in the said sweatpants first, and my fucking UGG slippers. Oh man, I'm well. I'm a Croc. I'm a Croc guy. So yeah, yeah. you know, I'm wearing. I'm literally wearing Crocs right now as we record. Like my house Crocs, which have just become oh my, my life Crocs. Yeah, dude. Uh, I know what you mean though, because like we literally, the only thing that I pick it up. And I'm always sad about it is Indian food because the place mm. we found that's good yep. is not on any of the delivery services. I would pay probably double to like not have yeah. to fucking go get it, but that is not an option. And so I must always go and pick it up. They're actually like weird because they must be super busy all the time because anytime I go in there, they're packed. And well, yeah. sometimes you call and it's like, we're too full and not taking orders right now. Go fuck yourself. Wow. But if you literally like hang up and call back again, they will usually pick up and then take your order. Sometimes you got to do it three or four times, but like, I don't like know what the deal is, but if they just put that on for show or what, but like I was just determined the one night and I was like, I fucking want it. I don't care. And I just called again and then they picked up and like, Hey, yeah, we'll take your order. I was like, Oh, uh, yeah. Give me all it's my shit. Great, Thanks. man. Like they can just turn the phone off. They're like, yeah, we're not, we're not doing it right now. Like literally, I think I think that's just the message that happens when they don't pick up. And so I'm I like, love that. guys, that doesn't see that's like a fucking power move and a half. It is. It like makes it seem exclusive and rare. Like you yeah. want it, you know? And, and just I just like fucking nah. want it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, Indian food can be salty. Uh, can it? I think it's mostly spicy, but yeah, it's yeah, mostly I'll like very savory it. and well spiced. Um, but you know, I'm just trying, man. I, I'm trying to fill yeah. Mike's big. We, I was gonna say, we know that like Mike's not here. It's okay. The transitions will be bad, and it's fine. yeah, they can just be bad, and, and we could be be cool. With that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll give him enough raunch in other ways that it'll be fun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but Sam, <laughs> what salt? Thanks for asking, Tony. Salt is frustration in the game. Hey. You know, it's really an umbrella term. We've got the full shakers. Someone kicking their deck pox. 
Oh, pox. Their deck pox. Somebody kicking that deck pox all across the room. Somebody somebody coming down in your LGS pox. and infecting everyone with <laughs> yeah, a deck, with deck pox. pox. You're like, no, oh, my deck, no. <laughs> That's what happens when you are trying to do altars, right? And you uh, <laughs> yeah. you put uh, the painter's tape on it and then you rip <laughs> off part of your, <laughs> your card. That's deck pox right there. Oh, man. I Yeah, I was literally just showing Tony this this card that I was white bordering where I was erasing the black border and I like ripped a huge strip of the art right off of it because of the <laughs> masking tape. And you know what? I'm still going to play with it because whatever. Hell yeah. Salt is also the small little grains, the little frustrations, the little weird moments where someone doesn't have the vibe. The social dynamic is off. Someone's like, well, I don't take deals and I don't make deals. And you also can't make deals. And you're like, well, too bad because I'm making one right now. <laughs> Those kind of vibes where, you know, things are a little weird. Things are tense. That can be salt. Not the most overt salt, but just a little sprinkle. And we talk about all the ranges of salt. We talk about all the salty situations we can to learn, to grow, to Hell become yeah. better people. For future salty games and mm. to make a bunch of like pee pee and wee wee jokes sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, you know. We know what the people want and what they say, want. I know are... what the Krusty Dicklings want, and that's what they want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They <laughs> they want like the occasional weird joke where you know we don't have him on the episode today, but where Mike goes like, "Oh no, don't do that." Yeah. And that's the problem. Mike's not here. We just do it. Yeah, we just do it. And then <laughs> we feel no remorse for it. <laughs> well, you had that one at the start of the episode that I didn't like. So there's <laughs> some remorse. There's some there. Yeah. Uh, but let's fucking get into it, man. We got three oh, yeah. lovely salty stories from our listeners today. Love and um, we're going to hit it. Yeah, we got to delve into the mind to get them. Let's fucking do it. Hey, real quick. It's fucking crazy that we basically get all of our questions from listeners now. Yeah, Isn't that wild. <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day. Like we used to have dedicated mail day episodes where it was yeah. like, oh, this one's going to be crazy. It's only stories from listeners. And now it's yeah. like we need to have like dedicated Reddit episodes because yeah. <laughs> I literally don't do any questions from Reddit anymore. <laughs> I mean, we still have some, but they're just we just get flooded by so many. Hell yeah. I do love it, though. Please keep sending them in. They're great. All right. This first one comes to us from our buddy Charles. Sup, Charles? And this is Play a Charles. Gmail submission. Uh, and it didn't really have a post title. There's no subject in, in the subject line here. So we're just yeah. going to rip into it. That means that he actively like submitted and uh, like Google was like, yo, you don't have a title. <laughs> like, are you going to submit anyway? And he was like, fuck it. Fuck it. Doesn't we even ball. need it. All in here. <laughs> <laughs> and the story goes. Dear Salty Gang, my wife and I met you all at Magic 30 in Vegas, and you were all so cool, we both became instant fans. Hell yeah. That is, I did not write that. Someone else wrote that. <laughs> like, that is great, man. Uh, <laughs> Sam's head just, like, grew yeah. four sizes to this day. <laughs> uh, so good, dude. <laughs> I have a salty tale and also seek your collective advice. Mm. My wife has been personal friends with the owner of our LGS for over 20 years. The store's Damn. second in command is also a close and dear friend, and most people there know it. We are sort of unofficial store ambassadors, and as such, we don't ever want to put our friend's business in any kind of negative light. For years, the local commander group has been a fun, caring, and friendly bunch of folks who all gathered for the love of playing with friends and catching up. 
then sometime just after the pandemic, this guy started showing up. T, we'll call him. T has all the personality of a tiny rock stuck in your shoe. (laughs) 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 That's so good. He criticizes others on poor plays or taking too long and then proceeds to take 20-minute turns, often changing his mind halfway through explaining some tedious bullshit combo to explain some other tedious bullshit combo. And most egregious of all is his threat assessment. My wife's favorite commander is Negan. She works at a comic shop, and she loves Negan, so it fits. It, it is dawning on me who these people are now. I remember them. You guys were lovely at Magic 30. It was so fun to meet you. Uh, this was during the two-headed giant tournament, Tony. Oh, this is who Nick and Mike played during the two-headed exactly giant tournament. We were we were going to play them. We thought we were playing them. Yes, and then they yeah, shuffled we, the tables. Yeah, we sat down with them originally. Mike and Nick actually played them. Yeah, that's so funny. We were like, "Oh, our friends." Okay, cool. Love this. Yeah, I remember this Negan deck. It was really cool. Um, she works at a comic shop, and she loves Negan, so it fits. It is a very slow deck, and she also often purposefully plays suboptimally or targets me because she doesn't want to upset anyone. I tend to build fun theme decks based on things I love not what the most competitive meta is at the time. T will often target either me or my wife, knocking us out first because, quote, we are the threat, end quote, usually after four turns of I play land and pass. We have both brought this up to the management casually, and they basically said, yeah, he's kind of a jerk, but he really isn't doing anything wrong, so we can't kick him out. My question is, short of going somewhere else, which we have started occasionally doing, sadly, how would you guys avoid getting stuck with someone like this and not seem like a bully on the playground saying you can't play with us? I'm just tired of wasting the three precious hours a week I get, if I'm lucky, by being targeted and knocked out first before I do anything, then sitting around, not allowed to talk for an hour and a half or more waiting for a new game to open. And for my record, my win count is very low, like maybe one out of 10 or one out of 15 games. So it's not like I'm known for being the scary player either. Yeah, that's brutal. And like yeah. the literal perfect description of this player, this T, is <laughs> the rock that's stuck in your shoe. Like it's yeah. actually like so like they're really not like that that bad, but it's so fucking annoying. Like Yeah. And you like take your fucking shoe off and you think you get rid of it and then you put your shoe back on and you walk some more steps and you're like, fuck, it's yeah. still there. Yeah. Cause it like stuck to your sock or some yeah. shit. Like, you and then it shifted like, to like a good spot yeah. and then it just pops out again. <laughs> oh man. And also like these small little annoying things as therapy has told me resentment builds on like small little slights, you know, oh, yeah, like these little sure. things that you don't really talk about and then they grow and grow and grow. And then eventually you're like, I fucking hate this dude. Yeah. It's like, it's like they're breathing and you're like, God damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Like like when someone annoys you to that point, they can just be like, Hey, good morning. And you're like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I know that feeling too well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But man, I feel you. Like, especially if you only get three hours a week to play and it's like random matchups at the LGS and stuff, you know, that kind of stuff can really grate on you over time. And I do wonder how like T sees it. T probably doesn't see this dynamic. Of course, um, often these people are, are kind of oblivious to it. And T may even be like, 
oh, hey, it's my two buddies. We're going to play a game and I'm going <laughs> to knock them out. And it'll be so funny because I do this all the time. And like sometimes these people are very unaware of what they're doing as being incredibly annoying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a tough situation. I mean, what, what would you do here, Tony? I probably wouldn't take the high road and I would take more of the bully road and I would just like <laughs> organize it such that the games I was playing are the with people I want. I'm definitely the type of person that would be more aggressive on the front of like, hey, like you and you, let's play. Like yeah. I'm ready. And just like be the first person to speak up when like pods are getting assigned. I don't mm. know. That was one thing I was like curious about, honestly. I was like, I don't know how the pods are like actually happening. If it's just like whoever shows up first. Because I would then also be like, oh, actually, I have to like pee and drink a lot of water and do all yeah. these things before I play if they I were there. And I'd shit wait, right yeah, now, actually. And I'd like wait for and like, you know, <laughs> other people to show up. And then like, I would just try and control how the pods get assigned. Um, I feel like the bigger, better thing is to just like say something. It's really awkward, like we were saying, to like say something to people. Yeah. But like, they could just be unaware. And like it's sometimes it's, too, it's simple, but like I would never do it in front of other people. I always feel like it's easier to just like pull somebody aside and be like, yo, look, between you and me, th this is like annoying. I'm trying yeah. to have a good game. I don't want you to feel bad about it, but I just want you to know that like this is happening and, and it's like annoying me and it's kind of like harshing my vibe. So like, yeah, I want to keep playing with you, but like not if you're playing like this, this. kind of has to stop because it's it's like actually just like aggravating me and, and I just want to have fun. Like, can we just have fun? Yeah. And like. I think most people when pulled aside are like understanding about those kinds of things. They're like, Hey, like, you know, I'm not trying to do that. Like it's cool. We'll be cool. And like, we'll just fucking play magic and have a good time. And maybe if that only lasts for one or two games, then like, at least you got one or two games. <laughs> yeah. At least you got something. I think the first thing you said, like, I'm right there with you. This would be a situation where I would reach out to friends that I knew were going to be at the LGS that night and be like, yo, I'm stoked to play a game with you guys. Do you want to pot up when we get there? Let's yep. like synchronize our watches, show up at the same time. You, then you have a known pod that you know is going to be a really good time. And at least your first game, you can get in and make sure your first game is like a banger. And yeah. then worst case, you have your second game with this dude. And, you know, there's some unpleasantness and stuff like that. But at least you can get that one game in, maybe two, maybe more with this pod that you know is going to be fun. And, you know, I mean, that's how we play. We play weekly with with our pod. Uh, not as much weekly these days because we're busy boys. But we play with our known pod and we know the vibe and we know it's going to be fun. One other thing that you could try is in those moments where they're like, hey, you're the threat. Like maybe there's a window for some politics there. I will say it sounds like this person is a little bit like probably not the most receptive player to that if they're targeting you and all that kind of shit and taking these really long turns. But just being like, hey, if you don't knock me out, I'll remove something that is threatening your board. I won't attack you for the next couple turns. Like you can use a little bit of the game to at least not get knocked out super quick. There are some other things you can do. Like I frequently say lately, I've been saying this a lot on Reddit, that I've never seen a table conflict resolved through deck building, but there's a little bit of something that you could consider here, like decks that can't get blown out really easily, like pillow fort decks and stuff like that. But then again, based on what you said, like you want to play the decks that you want to play and you want to play these more thematic decks. And it doesn't sound like building a specific deck to like hose this one dude is really something that you want to do. But 
I figured I'd mention it anyways. You're trying to tell him to pub stomp right now? <laughs> yeah, not, I, not quite. I'm just saying like... Let it be you known, know, fans. Sam if, advocates for pub stomping. If, if they're Wants targeting... you to bring a deck and just fucking <laughs> slap this guy with it. Yeah, just bring a CDH deck and be like... <laughs> Hey, oh, interesting combo. Uh, at instant speed, I'm going to combo off on top of your combo. And, yeah. <laughs> but, but I do think like there could be some things that you can do with like a deck. But honestly, I don't know. I, I think, I don't think you need to do that. Yeah. It's just frustrating. It is. And I think it's also interesting that you already mentioned like, uh, we started going other places because yeah. sometimes you just need to go to the beach where there aren't rocks and like you don't have. St- you know, rocks oh, in man. your shoe. And then you feel like better when you come back and you get one little rock and you're like, okay, like it's annoying, but like spreading it out like yeah. helps. So you're already kind of doing that. But like yeah, it's not like you want well to do though. that because you want to like be at, at your friend's LGS and like have a good time. But yeah, I feel like there's the high road to take and the road that Tony would take, and they are different. <laughs> and I address yeah. them, but like it, you will it will never change if you don't say something right like you can try and get around it as much as you want but it won't change unless you say something gotta be the change you want to see in the world you know i will say though those conversations are hard man oh, for especially sure especially when like if it's happening in the moment and you're trying to have that conversation it's gonna come out so weird you're gonna be like all yeah. heated and again it's that thing with resentment where it builds up over time because at the end of the day it's a fairly small issue Right. But it has grown to be this thing that's so huge, so annoying that you're considering just going to a different LGS altogether. So like you kind of if you're going to have that conversation, you need the timing to be right. It can't be right after you get kicked out of a game because you'll be like, you always kick me out of these games. And you know, like, whoa. (laughs) And like, it's got to be it's got to be where things are kind of casual and you're just hanging out. And honestly, maybe it doesn't happen with this person. Yeah. And maybe you do have to just be like, hey, you can't play with us. Like, maybe that's something that this person needs to hear is they come and try to play with you. And you're like, hey, you know what, man? Every time I play with you, you knock me out first. That's not really the kind of game I'm looking to have tonight. So I'm going to try to find a pod with some other people. Yeah. To that person, that simple statement might be enough to be like, oh, shit, I guess I have been doing that. Or, oh, gosh, Mm. like people don't want to play with me because of my behavior or something. And it doesn't have to be this huge conversation. It is really yeah, just yeah, kind yeah. of like a simple statement. And that might be enough to kind of shake that person out of this pattern a little bit. Or at the very least, give you an out where that night you can just play with some other people, you know? For sure. What do you think about the salt rating here on this one? It's not full shaker, but um, it's, but it's high, like a man. fucking rock in your sandal, you know? Yeah, I fucking love is... that so much. Like, I feel <laughs> like it was literally perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's a piece of rock salt in my my boot while I'm shoveling snow. You know what Ooh, I mean? Like I'm yeah. I'm fully laced up. I can't take my boot off because it's cold and it's wet <laughs> everywhere. So I just have yeah. to put up with it, and I have to do this arduous task of three hours of snow shoveling. You know, if people don't live in snowy areas, oh, bro, pretty slow, like. Dude, I got a big ass driveway. I mean, you've seen it, and it's got that slope. It's like a real pain. Yeah, kind of small to me. Three hours seems like a long time. Like I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you jerk. <laughs> Maybe two hours. Fine. Uh, thirty minutes. I, I've had thirty minutes. I'm really strong and fast. <laughs> what do you think, man? What, what's your salt rating on this one? Um, I, I uh, yeah, I think it's just as said. It's it's like such a 
frustration and it's yeah. like growing like eventually you're gonna pop and that's you don't want to get to that so like you got to do something before you pop yeah it feels like not so bad right now but i i've had this happen many times in my life where again somebody like comes up next to me and they're breathing and i'm like you are the bane of my existence like don't <laughs> fucking speak to me right now like i'm yeah. literally like i literally can't and i'm not happy about those but i know they've happened and you don't want this to happen to yourself so yeah i think that's well said like you got to do something before you pop because you don't yeah. want to have that moment at the table where you're like stop fucking knocking me out yeah <laughs> is that how you would say it sam yeah i, would, <laughs> I need a I clip would. of that audio <laughs> <laughs> and i think every time in a, in a patreon game night someone dies we have to play it <laughs> put it on the soundboard <laughs> yeah. stop fucking knocking me out yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. man! Well, you got another one for me, or what? You know I do. The gremlin you know boys do. need some salt. Yeah, I need to eat salt to live. <laughs> um, yeah. This next one comes to us from Mark, and this is a Reddit DM. Marky Mark, Marky Mark, and the Funky Bunch. And I wrote down Mark. I didn't write down the Reddit username because I'm fucking professional, frankly. <laughs> and it was an intentional decision and not yeah. a mistake. Definitely. And uh, you know what? If you see someone just with the username Mark on Reddit, give them an upvote. You know the drill. <laughs> that goodwill. Also congratulate them on having such an awesome username of just yeah. Mark. <laughs> and this post is titled, Looking to Test a Jank Urza. And it goes, hmm. Hello, I have a salty story for the salt bag. I love the podcast and I've been listening since episode one. Yo, dude. Let's fucking go, Mark. One of our fucking day ones. That's wild, man. Yeah, it must have been like I, I think we had like Wait, six does that read people. such that like actually like on the first day? Like do is that true true? I think that's the implication here, dude. That it seems like that's the implication. Day one. Mark, you better you better email us back and be like, yo. Straight up, this is the date. I want the download receipt. I yeah, want to see yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> if this is true, Mark, you gotta you gotta let us know. Uh, I need to know because you were among like I want to know how the people? fuck you found us. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what I want to know. You might have been one of the ten people that saw that Reddit post and one of the three that actually clicked through and listened. Yeah, oh, man, crazy. And the story goes: I asked a buddy of mine to let me test an Urza Lord Protector deck against him during lunch at work. So this isn't mono blue Urza. This is um let me let me look them up. Let me just Google this. Quick Google gets you there. Oh, there's so I, I shouldn't have just put Urza in. There's so many things. Yeah, that was a mistake. Oh, this is the this is the Azorius meld one. Meld one. Yep, this is the meld Urza. Okay. I asked a buddy of mine to let me test an Urza Lord Protector deck against him during lunch at work. I told him I've never built an Azorius deck before and it was unlikely to be anything special or even powerful. He agrees and says he'll put something together from his commander cube to test it against the next day. Fast forward to lunch the next day, I take out my janky Urza deck, which is entirely made to make the meld happen. I could have just read the story and we would have known which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> Neat, but not powerful. My buddy pulls out a freshly made Turgrid deck. Hmm... And turn one proceeds to drop Mana Crypt, Swamp, Soul Ring, and Mox Amber. Nice. Grinning, he says he couldn't have planned a better opening hand. I play my land and say pass. Needless to say, <laughs> he wiped the floor with me and my deck. 
He apologized after, saying he expected Urza to be powerful and to put up a better fight. To say I felt salty is an understatement. Yeah. Nice little quick one. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like we've all seen that happen, too, because, like, when that happens, you're like, man, I'm fucked. Like, that's all you can like, <laughs> yeah. There's, like, nothing else you can do. Uh, that's this, this takes me back to, like, when you and I used to play our 60-card decks against each other all the time. Mm. And if people haven't heard, I know we've talked about it before. I know we've talked about it a bunch on, on our Patreon episodes. But Tony and I used to play 60-card magic pretty religiously before we got into EDH. And I'm not talking standard or modern or legacy or vintage or, or fucking pioneer or anything. This was just like a weird kitchen table 60-card meta that evolved out of our college magic group yeah and like the decks were still pretty good by our own assessment but like we're nowhere near some of the crazy jank that you're seeing okay not jank some of the crazy spice that you're seeing in those more tuned and constructed formats but there would be these times where you'd make a new deck and play against someone else and when you just get outclassed in the head-to-head it's just like it's so obvious that you're fucked and you're gonna lose you know I mean, honestly, usually in those formats, it's almost kind of better, though, because it's usually faster. It's usually like, yeah, right, you're already dead. Like, <laughs> just quit now. Like, <laughs> like back in that time frame, I think I actually did concede more. I think oh, I would yeah. I would like see something like that and be like, I can't keep up. And I would just quit. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. It's, it's over. I feel like it's it's way more valid to concede in a head to head format because you're yeah. like, yeah, writing's on the wall. Like, you don't need to go through the motions and swing. I know I'm dead. Like sometimes you you go to your turn and you draw your card and you're like I concede because you just know you know there's nothing else <laughs> like you were waiting for that sweet top deck and you're like ah I got nothing I'm fucking out like straight I up not win here <laughs> I think I actually did that in uh, when we were at Magic Thirty there was like a little booth that somebody had one of the vendors and oh, yeah they had like old constructed decks all monocolor all super old decks and you could just like pick one and play against uh the the person there uh, and if you won you got to like pick a card that you would get if you lost you also got to pick a card that you got i have one somewhere it's like oh yeah it was like a random graded slabbed card like a yeah. common or something yeah. right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i love that uh and I conceded during that because I like drew a card and I was just like, I can't, I like, I got nothing. Like I concede. <laughs> and he was probably like three turns away from killing me, but I was just like, I've drawn shit for the past like four turns and I just can't get out of it. And I'm just <laughs> over it. I just don't want to do this anymore. Like, Dude, that's the, that's the infinite prize glitch. You draw and then you concede <laughs> and you get another prize card and then you shuffle up again and you draw yeah, and concede. Yeah. Just You're fucking right. drain them of all their prizes. I should have been doing that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, I do feel that. like anytime somebody says Urza, like I'm playing Urza, like those cards are all inherently powerful. So I can't say that I fully am like surprised that this yeah. like Turgrid deck came and hit the table. But should we read what this Urza deck is? I really don't know what Urza Lord Protector does. All I know is it's fucking blue and white and control. It says Urza Lord Protector. It's three mana, one, a white and a blue. Legendary creature, human artificer, a 2-4. And it says, artifact, instance, and sorcery spells you cast cost one less. That's fucking dope. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not powerful at all. That's so good for three mana? Holy shit. <laughs> uh, and then seven mana, seven mana activated ability. If you both own and control Urza Lord Protector and an artifact named the Mightstone and the Weakstone, 
exile them, then meld them into Urza Planeswalker. Activate only as a sorcery. All right, now we got to read all these. Urza Planeswalker <laughs> says, you may activate the loyalty abilities of Urza Planeswalker twice each turn rather than only once. Mm. Plus two artifact instance and sorcery spells you cast this turn cost two less and you gain two life. Plus one, draw two cards, then discard a card. A little uh, a little rummage there, or, or what is it, loot? You're looting there. Loot. Yeah, a little loot action. Zero, create two one-one colorless soldier artifact creature tokens. Minus three, exile target non-land permanent. Minus 10, artifacts and planeswalkers you control gain indestructible until end of turn. Destroy all non-land permanents. And it oh. starts with seven loyalty. Oh, wow. Five loyalty abilities? I mean, it's a super giant planeswalker on the back of two cards, but that's yeah. fucking... That's wild, dude. Honestly, it feels like the planeswalker isn't that great outside of the ult, which if you can proliferate once, then you could like hit it on the turn it comes down. Yeah, like get get pretty close, like do the plus two and then the minus ten. But honestly, just like the stock, like oh, reduce your spells on like the Urza feels better than when well, you actually meld it. But I mean, consider on the Planeswalker, you can use that plus two ability twice, so you can make all sure. your shit cost four less for a turn. Like that's pretty good, dude. <laughs> that's that's this is my problem. Good. I just don't play fucking Spellslinger decks. So I'm like, why would you do it that? Like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the two instants and sorceries I run. Why would I? I want yeah. those cheaper but i will say this deck doesn't scream at me like it's going to be some crazy competitive build i'm sure those exist but i mean i don't think there's anything cdh for it but i'm sure there's like a powerful build that exists but man if a friend is like hey dude i want to test out a deck we're going to do some 1v1 commander i already know it's not like the greatest way to play commander <laughs> yeah. and they're like hell yeah uh do you want to play against a turgrid deck a really unpleasant commander one of the top saltiest commanders out there. You want to play against that shit? Well, it's unpleasant in like a multiplayer format, but like one opponent, like go fuck yourself. Like yeah, so oppressive. There's literally nothing you can do. Yeah. You can't like band together with the rest of the Avengers and, and defeat that deck. You know, you're yeah. just like, well, I hope I, I top deck shit. Also the fact that they just got the God hand too, just as like an extra kick in the dick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, oh, dude. here's my like turn two Turgrid. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Fucking wreck. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> You're like, cool. Uh, I think I'd rather just keep working actually instead of take this lunch break. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so you know, I'm just gonna go back to work. That's how fun this has been. Like <laughs> fuck, I will dude. say that commander cube sounds spicy, and I would love to play it. That sounds fun with mm. like some mana crypt and shit in there. Ooh, yeah. it just like it kind of speaks to the power level that's in that cube, and, and I want to check that out for sure. For sure. What uh what do you think about the salt rating on this one though? Uh, I mean, it's like, it, it's like when you get a little ocean water in your mouth when you're swimming, you know, and you just like choke on it for a little minute and like, <laughs> it's just so salty and overpowering in your mouth, but it's over quickly. And then you, yeah. you recover and you're like, ah, that was unpleasant. I never want to, like, I'm just going to like take a couple of minutes uh, away from the ocean. Like it's rare, but it's unpleasant and it leaves a horrible bad taste in your mouth, but it is over quickly. Yeah. It does feel like a very sad salt to me because <laughs> like truly at, when you're working, you know, and like you do, you go, you're like, oh, I got a little break. I'm going to have some fun. And then it's just not. And yeah. then you got to go back to work. Sure. Um, there are people who love their jobs. 
There's probably more people that don't though. So let's yeah. let's just be honest with ourselves. Like Truth. it's usually a means to an end. Yeah. Like I'm here for it. I do like my job, but like I would be real sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had, like 15 minutes of fun and then it turned into that. And then I'm like, well, now I get to go work for the rest of the day. Nice. Yeah. Love that. It's a hard thing, man. When you're like, when you want to test out a deck, usually if someone is like, hey, I want to test out a new deck, I'm like, okay, this isn't polished yet. This just needs reps. It just needs mm. to play against like a very typical deck. Like bring a pre-con or something. You know, remember what I mean? that the next time I play a new deck, Sam. Okay. <laughs> this would be very different. If before bringing a new deck, you weren't hyping it up for weeks, being like, I, I think you guys won't hate this deck. Uh, but it is powerful. It is powerful. And we're like, what's your commander? And it's like, it's this commander that instantly kills people. And we're like, yeah, why do you think we would like this? <laughs> uh, yeah. What can you do? <laughs> I just, I know what to expect, man. I know, I know it's coming. <laughs> well, should we hit one last one? Let's do one, one more for the story. gremlin zone. One more gremlin story. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to, you know, keep up the nice. energy. Yeah, um, I needed that. <laughs> My energy was too low, so I definitely needed some nuts in there. To... Just needed to hear the word nuts. Yeah, you know, it, like, it like, yeah. sparked like, life in me. Yeah, Creativity as well. Like, <laughs> I'm a changed man now. <laughs> Galaxy brand moment. <laughs> so this next one comes to us from our Patreon, and this one comes to us from our buddy Media Magnet. Media Magnet is in like the upper 5% of patrons that gives us a lot of salt. <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel like media magnet encounters a lot of salt pretty frequently, which I, yeah. I dig. I dig it a lot for sure. <laughs> and they're, they're good stories too. They're very varied. And this is titled, I dot, dot, dot may have nuked someone to salt land. <laughs> and the story goes last night, I was playing with a couple friends at our LGS night watch games in San Antonio. Uh, pay us night watch or we are gonna bleep that for all future episodes but we'll leave it up we'll leave it up on the first one just so yeah we'll give you it. a week but you got to give us those royalties you know <laughs> we had decided to have a golgari party while waiting for some others to show up so i was playing chatterfang friend one was on yargle and multani and friend two was on old stick fingers that's kind of a cool concept yeah everyone's playing like the same like, colors. everyone play the same pairing yeah i dig that through some well-timed ramp, the Yargle player was able to get his commander out on turn four or five, along with an enchantment that gives it flying. During the same time, I was able to get Chitter Spitter out and Chatterfang, along with a couple of token squirrels. Old Stickfingers had recurred some stuff and managed to get a decent board state also. Now onto the turn that caused the salt. My friend goes to swing at me with Yargle. I see this coming and get on my politicking stand with the following argument. I'm sitting on three squirrel tokens. You send that at old stick fingers, and we could one-shot him. Wait, how is this happening? Hold on. Pause. Pause. We're pausing. I need to read what the fuck a chitter spitter is. It's the only thing I don't know. Shit on my spitter. She chit on my spit till I tur. She chit on my squirrel till I spit. <laughs> I know, she... she she spit on my squirrel till I chit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Oh, she fucking did. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's see. It says it's an artifact, costs two and a green. And it says at the beginning of your upkeep, you may sacrifice a token. If you do, put an acorn counter on Chitter Spitter. Squirrels you control get plus one plus one for each acorn counter on Chitter Spitter. And then one in a green, tap it, create a one one green squirrel creature token. Okay, this gives me no information. Is this something Chatterfang can do? Oh, okay. This is just a Chatterfang thing. So let me read Chatterfang real quick. Chatterfang, Squirrel General. Costs two and a green. Legendary creature. Squirrel Warrior. It's a 3-3. It has Forest Walk. So important. And then it says, if one or more tokens would be created under your control, those tokens plus that many 1-1 green squirrel creature tokens are created instead. So it's like a little token doubler combo thing. Then it has an activated ability. One black, sacrifice X squirrels, target creature gets plus X minus X until end of turn. So they had three squirrels. They could pump up this Yargle and make it huge. Yeah. The Yargle player thinks for a second and decides to swing at the old stick fingers player. I tap a swamp, drop the two tokens and Chatterfang to Chatterfang's effect, making Yargle a 21-3. Killing the Stick Fingers player to 21 commander damage. At that point, I scoop because with no board, I'm the prime target for dying in two turns. So we shuffle up the same decks and start a new game as we were all like, yeah, that was the perfect storm of shuffles and ramp going just how we needed. But in the next game, the salt was showing as old Stick Fingers player would not let me get a foothold in the game and was pretty much hard targeting me down the entire game. Yeah, fucking get wrecked, bro. I'd do the same thing. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that salt was earned. This is deserved. <laughs> I would have targeted you the whole fucking time. The rest of that night, I would have targeted you. I'd be like, you fucking kidding me right now? Especially with the three-player follow-up game. Like, we always say that three-player games are unsanctioned games. Like, just do whatever the fuck you want during a three-player yeah. game. Because it's like... It's like, you know, you're playing with funny money at that point. Like, you just For do sure. whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter, man. Man. Yeah, I'm on stick finger side here. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> definitely what I'm targeting you. Like, if somebody's going to do that, if you're, if like, you're about to die and you convince someone else to swing at me and then kill me by also destroying your whole board state <laughs> and then you scoop i'm i'm gonna target you the rest of that evening it might i might target you the next time i fucking see you and play like <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of like like the ultimate exercise in king making yeah like for real <laughs> let me help you kill this other person and i'll scoop after that i won't <laughs> even play after that you can just win right now yeah <laughs> i mean you know Setting aside what I just said about three-player games and and how they're just absolute jank fests and it doesn't really matter, um, that, that's just how I view them. A lot of yeah. people, you know, you still want to play the good game, but you know, if if you're trying to have like the sanctity of a game, you are so obviously the villain here, Media Magnet. I can say that because <laughs> you're a patron and and we're buds, and, and you can you know yell at me in the Discord later. But you're so the villain here. Yeah. You are like you chose to speak up, make the deal to knock out this other player and then to scoop like what was the board state that the stick fingers player had were they a few turns away from doing something like <laughs> could they have still won through this multani player through through the yargle multani i mean come on i don't know i think this is more salty confessional than like yeah was i the sure. asshole here <laughs> it, you know <laughs> it's like i did something bad guys <laughs> yeah i think we've all been here before where we've done 
nope. the kind of like goofy Never. king makey play and and i'm innocent well let's go to the the records uh let's pull up, <laughs> let's pull up the old records of our trial. Games. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah let's go back to that episode also the post title here that is like i may have nuked someone to salt land like i think you fucking did dude yeah <laughs> and maybe you didn't bring the nuke to the table but you definitely like improved the laser guiding system for that nuke yeah <laughs> we're like oh send it here actually yeah send it here and then i'll enhance the power so that it's effective enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i gotta say it though i do love plays like that man yeah. not a play that ends with this sort of like salty scoop and a finish and and you know king mickey thing and it feels weird and you move on to the next game but i love those moves where you're like hey let's team up a little bit i got something that can just buff your creature just enough and make this yeah. like a little bit more irritating like one of my favorite things is uh Kessig wolf run that land you know that land yeah yeah it, it's a land back from like innistrad days you know taps for one colorless and then you can pay a red a green and x and target creature gets plus x plus o and trample and it's like such a fun land i used to run it in my old marisi deck back when i played it because generally, like, you're using it on your own shit, but every once in a while, there will be a moment where you're like, yeah, I'm just going to give Tony's thing, like, plus five, plus O and trample. <laughs> just, like, really fuck with the board state right now. Or sometimes it's literally just the trample, because it's yeah. like, you just you swing and you're it. like, I'm actually going to give that trample and you're going to die now. <laughs> yeah, like, that shit. Or, or yeah. it's just, like, enough to give, like, the commander damage that you need to, like, push it over the yeah. edge or something like that. That's why sometimes I love a uh, key to the city, which says oh, discard yeah. a card, tap it and give target creature unblockable this turn. And I've used it many times on other people's creatures. And if I trust them enough, I'll just do it. I'll be like, I'm going to make your creature unblockable this turn. And then they like kill somebody. <laughs> Most of the time, if it's Nick, I have to be like, Nick, if you swing at this person, I will fucking like, make it unblockable. <laughs> but it, it's like such a, it's like a real feel good moment when you can just do it. And then somebody like swings at somebody and kills them. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, yeah, dude. That, that, that card I think is very underrated. It, it's yeah. interesting. Any of those types of effects that target any creature as opposed to like just one that you control is like, more potent than you'd think yeah have you seen this this yargle and multani card no but knowing yargle i assume it's just like a fat yeah a dude. fat slap with a tiny ass <laughs> is that <laughs> how you <laughs> that is very well said it, it, it costs three colorless two black and a green legendary creature frog spirit elemental and it has only flavor text on the card no nice. abilities and yes. it's an 18 six yeah <laughs> 18 power six toughness yeah just like fucking silly dude i love absolute that. silly <laughs> card Ugh. well because the og argle is like a nine three yeah i think a nine three it's a nine three or a six yeah. four or something it's a nine three with nothing on it yeah. which i kind of love for how much three uh five mana oh lame and the original multani oh the original multani has like power and toughness equal to the number of cards in all players hands mm, which nice. uh can be pretty crazy in four player games yeah there's always somebody at the table trying to draw a butt ton of cards you know yeah he didn't really get that ability with this that they're just like hey it's gonna be just a big fat yargle and the art is really silly it's like it's like yargle gets like wrapped up in multani armor <laughs> 
<laughs> and the, the flavor text is silly if you haven't seen this card just look at it. it's from march of the machine it's one of those combo <laughs> cards nice a lot of these cards like slipped past me i was talking about this kind of recently i think we were talking about it in the patreon discord yeah a lot of like march of the machine and especially aftermath when i see a card from aftermath i'm like what the fuck is this i've never seen this in my life and yeah. we're at this point where we're so flooded with magic product where a lot of sets are slipping past me and I actually kind of like it, dude. Well, it makes deck building more fun when you finally find something you want to go and you start looking up cards and there's a bunch of shit that you haven't actually seen or played. Yeah, it, it just makes like it more interesting. Days. feels like old days of finding cool yeah, cards yeah. and magic. And, you know, it probably helps that our content isn't contingent on like reviewing sets and reading every single card that gets printed in a set. Uh, I do feel for the people that yeah. have to do that shit. But <laughs> yeah, for us, I don't have to do that. So I could just ignore yeah. an entire set. And you'll make my magic content <laughs> and it's just fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what do you think about the salt rating on this one? Uh, this one, I mean, it's like a little bit salty. It's mostly sweet. It's just kind of like a funny story. Uh, I will mm. say, you know, you are the villain media magnet, um, but it seems like yeah. you're owning it at least a little bit here. <laughs> yeah. Became the evil you swore to protect us against. Like, exactly. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you don't want this to happen, maybe next time don't uh, don't King make so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, is that time of the fucking week? Ooh, Tony, I think it is that time of the week. Hell yeah. But what time is it? It's the time of the week that comes every week. Every fucking week, bitch. Gremlins up. <laughs> It's the time of the week where we say, Tony, 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 Tony. (laughs) (laughs) what's the salty card of the week? Hey, the salty card of the week. Salty roads, take me home (laughs) to the mine I belong. Uh, that's good enough. You don't even. Yeah, do I need to do more? Like, Thanks, no, man. That's great. <laughs> Release me. I didn't have another line planned. Fun fact: in the quartet that Sam and I used to sing in, the first quartet I was ever in, I think the first quartet you were ever in too. Oh yeah, Maybe yeah. Our first there. foray into barbershop singing at all, man. We sang that song. We sang "Country Roads." Yep, yeah, it was. And it was nobody has hits. found us on the internet yet, but that's probably yep. the biggest hint you'll ever get. So, anyway, the salty card of the week this week is oh mind slaver oh have we not done this one oh man i couldn't believe that we hadn't done it when i was looking i was like fuck that card and i was like did we do that one and then oh i like god man. dude you know what i think it's i think we talk about it in the last episode we might talk about it but it wasn't the salty card of the week it, it's not the salty card of the week but we talk about it in the last episode and that nice. always we had like a salty story about it gotcha Subscribe to the Patreon if you want the lost episode, everybody. It's, it's oh shit, yeah, I forgot it was it's one of our earliest episodes that we for some uh, whatever you've there's a whole intro to it. Just fucking listen to it. I'm not giving you context yeah, yeah, yeah. now. What's <laughs> <laughs> a mind slaver? It's six colorless legendary artifact. Uh, pay four mana and tap. Sacrifice mind slaver. You control target player during that player's next turn. So simple and beautiful. And. It has the flavor text. It's a helm that leaves the head at its most vulnerable. Ooh, that's a great flavor text. I don't think I've ever read that. (laughs) So, Sam, how does this card make you feel? Well, honestly, 
I kind of love Mind Slaver. Oh, I know lot. you fucking love this. Yeah. Card. I have a deep, <laughs> deep love for Mind Slaver. Oh, it's just such a good card. It's so fun. Whatever dipshit made this card <laughs> and did not have it say exile on it yeah, after you do this that, that, is a fucking dipshit. Whoever was like, this isn't broken. This will be fine. I agree. Fuck that, that person. Is... <laughs> That is a fucking mistake. So I love this card because when I first started getting into EDH, uh, I've talked about this a million times. I bought all of those Planeswalker monocolored precons, and one of them was Duretti, Scrap Savant. And good old Duretti Spaghetti, man, yeah. can bring artifacts back from your graveyard pretty reliably. So that whole deck was just mono red artifacts like sack artifacts bring out bomb artifacts from my yard like artifact reanimator right and one of the things i could do was get the game down to like a 2v1 or a 1v1 you know if as long as one player was knocked out i could reliably recur mind slaver like once or twice each turn and sometimes twice and have like two opponents on lock and use them to kill each other generally it was just one opponent and you get to this point where i was like Hey, I can like mind slaver you every single turn. Like you're going to lose, you know, (laughs) (laughs) just, just know that there's no hope at this point. You just should concede basically. Well, cause again, for the kids at home, like, I don't know if you heard me the first time I read it, but it's like, you control target player during that player's next turn. Like, yeah, you literally take their hand and play magic for them. (laughs) It's so funny because you get to make all of the shittiest moves. You get to be like, (laughs) Oh, sword supply shares my own commander. Yeah, and then I'll sack all my treasure tokens and just let the mana go away, because who needs it? (laughs) I'll cast my commander again and just sack it immediately just to increase the commander tax. I'll, like, do all this, like, stupid shit. I'll vamp tutor, but I'll just fail to find anything. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Fail to find on all the fetch lands, like, you could bog yourself. I don't think you could do that. But, you know, just, just shit like that. Like, just do all the dumbest plays. Send your tiniest creatures at the person with the biggest blockers, like, it's just so fun. It's a great little card. I love it. Tony, how do you feel about it? I think it's been described how I feel about it. So I hate this card so much because Sam played it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have been the target of the mind slaver. And because there's, there's no innocence behind it. There is not a single fucker that puts this in a deck that is like, oh, I'm going to do this once and it'll be like an advantage play, right? Like, oh, because it's such a disadvantage play. This is in there to recur like exclusively if you only cast it once you've made such a fucking mistake because (laughs) because you have you have made an enemy for the entire rest of the game you never control someone's entire turn misplay their whole hand just for them to be like yeah sweet so you and i should team up against the other player right yeah (laughs) if you aren't recurring mind slaver and removing that player from the entire game you, you've basically fucked up because you're going to get such a horrible crackback. You said for like that game, the the subtext on this is for the that night. Yeah, that, for <laughs> the that rest of that of night, like if you play this in an early game, like they're going to fucking hate. It doesn't even matter if you don't have Mindslaver in the deck anymore. They're going to be like, nope, fuck that guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's so true. I've like seen it happen many times, not even just in our pod, but in other places. <laughs> like, fuck this guy. Like, yeah. So real quick question. Which Mindslaver art is your favorite? Because there's two. 
And the art is actually very similar, like the Mindslaver helmet. The Mindslaver is a legendary artifact. I know, I know you mentioned that, Tony, but this shit's a legendary. So you can also, if you have like Sisse, you can like both Sisse's can tutor it to the battlefield, which is pretty fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> so you could just have Mindslaver in the command zone, basically. But yeah. it, it is like a unique helmet that I just think it looks dope. I like the Scars of Mirrodin art more. Yeah, Scars of Mirrodin was the one that I played originally. So that definitely has like a big place in my heart. I think that one wins out just a little bit more for me than the other one. But the helmet on the old Mirrodin, like the Mind Slaver art in the old Mirrodin, it looks like it's made of like lime jello and I just want to take a bite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Interesting. Also, I want to read the reminder text. It says, you see all cards that player could see and make all decisions for the player. And then in the old one, it says he or she doesn't lose life because of mana burn. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you couldn't take over somebody, tap all their lands and pass and like burn them out with oh, mana yeah, burn. And just be like, yeah, nuke yourself with mana burn, which is yeah. kind of hilarious. Like that, like wasn't an option back in the day, but you could still do very evil things. Yeah. I fucking love it, dude. I love it. So, Tony, where does this sit on the top 100 salty cards? Well, Sam, why don't you guess, you little bitch, you little <laughs> gremlin bitch? <laughs> I think it is. You're wrong. 47. Okay, I will guess now. You um, can't guess. You don't get to guess. <laughs> I will guess 26. Fuck off. You don't get to guess. Insert a drum roll and the, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, <laughs> is that your final answer? We'll lock it in. <laughs> it is my final answer. You can nice. lock it in. It is 26. Wow. I can't believe so I I'm a you. fucking pro. And no, I like, got you it. Said, you said 47. I said 26. That is not how this. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird that you had the number in front of you. And you still guessed wrong. <laughs> uh but yeah so it's it's 26 wow okay that makes sense i i should have realized that it was higher up because it's so definitely fucking salty. i just feel like we've gone through so many of the high ones so i'm metagaming a little bit but yeah yeah, yeah. your metagame is wrong though one thing i want to add is that i love that we've kept the who wants to be a millionaire soundbite which Sick. is something that we <laughs> added on the last tony and sam gremlin episode oh you, is that <laughs> yeah that's literally where it started you, nice. you were like we gotta put this in we were like oh it'd be so funny and then we we're like do we just keep it i kind of yeah. like it and, <laughs> and now we just have it on every episode <laughs> yeah love that somebody uh, add so me good. in the discord if you don't like it and then i'll fucking ban you <laughs> <laughs> oh man well that is it for the salty card of the week well thanks tony that was a lovely salty card And thank you to our Salt Packet Plus tier patrons. That's right. We do shout outs at the end of the episodes now, too. Fucking beginning, fucking end, fucking everywhere. We're shouting out all over the place. Uh, (laughs) This is a thing people do. They (laughs) they shout out. They're like, hey, thanks for listening to my thing. Thanks for supporting me. Uh, Let me say your name on air so people can hear it. Yeah, they can fucking know that you're a crusty dickling. <laughs> they can know how deep the crust goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so shout out to Rothbox, Bobo Fett, Snorges, and Sam Power Gamer. Thanks for the support, guys. Hell yeah. Thanks. Also, in addition to shout outs, all these people get hand-drawn tokens from me. And let me tell you, yeah. 
they're pretty fucking cool. <laughs> so like Sam saying that is one thing, but like I will also vouch for that. Because yeah, they actually are fucking sick. <laughs> it's like it takes a lot for me to squeeze any sort of compliment out of Tony and Mike. And they both have been very complimentary about the art that I'm doing. So uh, feels pretty good. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like for his head to get much larger than it already is. But on this one, I got to give it to him for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks for the support, guys. And thank you to the rest of the prospectors for tuning in to another episode of the Howling Salt Mine. If you want more Howling Salt Mine, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Howling Salt Mine. As you know, we have some new Patreon tiers on there. You can be part of our monthly salt packet token club. You're getting tokens from us every single month. Also, if you're Mr. Moneybags himself, you can fund a trip for us to go to a real salt mine and record <laughs> yeah. an episode in an actual salt mine, <laughs> which uh, I'm sure we can figure out the logistics. If it ever gets paid for we'll fucking, we'll fucking make it happen. <laughs> Don't say it like that. We will. That's what the fucking tier is. <laughs> yeah. I'm, oh yeah, exactly. It's going to happen. It'll definitely happen. We also have bonus content every single week. We're putting up stray grains for you guys to listen to. We actually have one on the main feed. If you haven't heard of stray grains before, there's a little teaser over on the main feed that you can check out. And we also have our once a month extra salt episodes where we're doing deck text. We're talking about favorite cards in each piece of the color pie. We're ragging on each other. We're doing Q&A. We're doing a bunch of fun shit in addition to the stuff that we get to do on this show. If you have a salty story that you want featured on a future episode, send it to us. You can submit that on our website, thehowlingsaltmine.com or howlingsaltmine.com. We're inconsistent with the use of the, so our website might as well do the same. We have a little questionnaire area there where you can submit salty stories and salty confessionals to us. You can also email it to us at our Gmail, which is thehowlingsaltmine at gmail.com or DM it to us on any of our social media and we will find it and get it into our queue. As always, we ask you to keep that short, sweet, and to the salt. And we don't always do that. We actually forget to do that very often. <laughs> and actually, a lot of these are pretty long, but it's fine. I still read them. I'll still read them, man. I don't edit any of them. I'll still read them. <laughs> Another way you can support the show is to get some custom Dragon Shield sleeves, which we're selling on our website, or get some custom merch with the Howling Salt Mine logo or other beautiful, funny little things that we have on a shirt, which is at our Bonfire store. All the links for that shit are in the show notes, so check it out. And if you don't have any cash you can spend on the Howling Salt Mine to help support us, you can support us another way, which is giving us a five-star review in your favorite podcast app of choice. That helps us appear more in the algorithm. You've got a bunch of prospectors coming out of the woodwork recently telling us that they found us through those algorithms. So it definitely works. And uh, honestly, it's just really cool to see how much support you guys out there are giving us. It, it really does mean a lot. Every little review we read, every little five-star review that comes in. It just is a great way to elevate the show so other people can see it. And lastly, we got to shout him out, our amazing podcast artist, J.D. Burnett. If you're ever in Asheville, North Carolina, hit him up and get a tattoo scheduled because he's a really awesome dude. 10,000 subscribers are bust. Hell yeah. We're getting pretty close. Not that close, but it's happening. <laughs> We're on the way. We're on the way. It's It's on the rise, dude. My prediction is 2024, we're getting tattoos. I used to be like, it'll never happen. And like, so I threw out a number of 10,000 and I was like, that seems like impossible. And it doesn't feel impossible anymore. <laughs> and which then I we passed a thousand. I think it's happening like, tomorrow, but yeah, like. Yeah. 
I, I think it was like something we passed like 800 subscribers on Spotify. And I mentioned that to Tony and he was like, oh, shit. We're almost at a thousand. I'm like, oh, we're way over a thousand across <laughs> all of the podcast platforms. And he was like, oh shit, it's real, it's happening. <laughs> so yeah. keep it coming. Uh, if anything, just to force us to get tattoos. Yeah. Listen out of spite. Subscribe out of spite <laughs> just to mar our pristine skin with ink forever. <laughs> forever. You know that like a uh, sandlot thing. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, forever. <laughs> I got you. Nice. Thanks. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This is another episode of the Gremlin Boys. A little the Gremlin, Gremlin Zone. Uh, and stay salty. And don't forget to draw an additional card during your draw step. It's the howling Yo, <laughs> fucking gremlin boys! Gremlin boys in the house. <laughs> uh, love that. Well, before we start, we got something to do, Tony. Oh shit, <laughs> dude! I... Places, places, places. Dude, I, I places, everyone. <laughs> places, everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> <laughs> oh man i hear what you're saying that it doesn't have what's uh mike in it but like yeah what's his name i feel like it's so yeah that, <laughs> that other guy loser yeah that guy didn't even show up to record he's not even fucking here man yeah through well-timed ramp the yargle and matani oh god that's a fucking tongue twister baby yargle and Multani. say it five times fast Yargle and Multani, Yargle and Multani, Yargle and Multani, Yargle and Multani, Yargle and Multani. Yargle Multani. I'll say you did better than I thought. You went for the first three and then just went downhill, but it's fine. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I appreciate that. I, I thought I did better for the last ones, but I did say it way slower. So, <laughs> Stop fucking knocking me out!